In all honesty, I struggled to decide what I wanted to make for this 30 minutes or less episode. I ran through a lot of options, but none jumped out at me. Then, all of a sudden, like a ton of bricks, it hit me. Steak tacos. Of course. Now, these aren't your everyday steak tacos. These are composed of seared cap-off sirloin steak, sliced nice and thin with avocado, sour cream, and chimichurri sauce, served with ancho and lime corn on the cob on the side. I cannot wait to share these with you. So let's get to it. I'm Chef Ben, this is Food in 5, and this is Steak Tacos in 30 Minutes or Less. It all started about 7.45 p.m. Now, because it took me so long to decide what I wanted to cook for this post, I ended up starting fairly late. But that's okay. I don't mind eating late. So at 7.45, I got started by filling a pot with hot water for my corn. I put one tablespoon of sugar in the water, put the pot on high, and covered it with a lid. I also turned the oven on to 350 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, this obviously didn't take much time, so... Within the same minute, I started husking my corn. I only used two ears of corn because it was just my wife and me eating. You may want more, depending on how many people you're feeding. If you do use more corn, your husking time will be longer, but your cooking time should be the same. After the corn was husked, I broke it in half with my hands like the beast that I am and set it aside. I didn't put it directly in the water for two reasons. First of all, it only takes about 10 minutes to cook, and we still have about 28 minutes before serving before everything else is ready, and because it is better to let the water come to a boil before adding the corn. Oh, and for anyone wondering, I added sugar to the corn water rather than salt for two reasons. Salt will actually toughen, toughen the corn, excuse me, and sugar enhances the natural sweetness of the corn. Never use salted water to cook corn. Use salt once it is cooked, but never to cook it. 7.48 p.m. Chimichurri. So at 7.48, with the corn out of the way, it was time to get rolling on the chimichurri. Now, if you don't know what chimichurri is, uh, you can go back, I think, six or seven episodes of the podcast and do a whole episode all about chimichurri. So for this chimichurri, we start with about one cup of loosely packed parsley and one cup of loosely packed cilantro, and I chopped all this together nice and fine. Don't get too fancy here with pulling all the leaves off the stems. Just grab a handful of the herb, break it off the bunch, and chop it. The stems will chop up just as fine as the leaves do. With the herbs finely chopped, it is time to get down to business with a jalapeno. So I used one small jalapeno for this, seeds and all. Remember that not all jalapenos are created equal. Cut into your jalapeno and give it a sniff. If it stings the nostrils and has a slightly metallic smell, you may want to remove some or all the seeds because this is going to be a hot jalapeno. After the jalapeno, I minced one shallot and a couple of cherry tomatoes. All that was left for the chimichurri was to add in some olive oil, vinegar, salt, and pepper, and a touch of cumin. I mixed all of this together, gave it a taste, adjusted the seasoning as needed, and set it aside. And just like that, the chimichurri was done. Now I used probably about half a cup of olive oil, probably two tablespoons of vinegar. I think I used white wine vinegar, but you can use red wine vinegar, cider vinegar, whatever you want. Um, nice big pinch of salt and pepper and cumin. That's about it. 8.03 p.m. Corn in the pot. 
All told, it took me about six minutes to put the chimichurri together, and by now my corn water was boiling, so I put the corn in to cook. I also turned a large skillet on a medium-high heat for my steak. With the corn in the pot and the pan on for the steak, it was also time to wrap up my tortillas and put them in the oven. Now, I want to talk about the tortillas for a second. Generally, I like to make my own tortillas, but I didn't think I would have enough time to make them along with everything else in the 30-minute window. So, instead of making them, I bought them from the superstore. They weren't very good. So, if you're going to buy soft corn tortillas from the grocery store, buy the ones from Sobeys. They're much better. Otherwise, use whatever tortillas you prefer. I took the tortillas out of their package, wrapped them in foil, and put them in the now hot 350 degree oven. 805. Steak. The next step in this taco adventure was to season the steak. I did this simply with salt and pepper and a little sprinkle of Cuban. That's it. Then I put it in the pan and I didn't add any oil to the pan because I was using cast iron, but you may want to add one to two teaspoons of oil to your pan depending on what you're using. 807. Slice avocado. Okay, with the steak in the pan, everything is working or done. It's time to get to work on the avocado. Avocado can be very dangerous. People have a tendency to hold the fruit while cutting it and removing the pit. This is so dumb. So many things can go wrong. Google avocado hand if you don't believe me. And so many people end up hurting themselves. Leave the avocado on the cutting board. Carefully cut around it. Twist to open. And the half of the avocado that still has the pit in it gets placed back on the cutting board. Place the butt of your knife blade against the pit and give it a little pump of pressure with your hand on the top of your knife so that it gets forced into the pit. Hold the avocado in place, twist the pit out with your knife, use a towel to remove the pit from the knife blade. Peel the avocado and then slice. Just be safe with avocados. I know it sounds foolish, but they can be very dangerous. 8.10 p.m. The avocado is safely out of the way and now it is time to flip the steak. I think this is pretty self-explanatory uh, and it is also a good time to cut up a lime. 8.12 p.m. <clears throat> By 8.12 the corn was done, so I drained it, then added two tablespoons of butter to the pot along with the juice of one lime, one teaspoon of ancho chili powder, and I tossed all this together and just like that the corn was finished. The steak was also done cooking at this point. So once I was done with the corn, I removed the steak from the pan. 8.13. Tacos. So at 8.13, I removed the tortillas from the oven and started to assemble my tacos. First went the avocado, then a bit of sour cream. And at this point, I sliced the steak nice and thin across the grain and put that on the tortillas. I finished the tacos with the chimichurri and the ancho and lime corn on the side. Conclusion. These tacos were really delicious, but I would change two things. First of all, as I said, I didn't really love these tortillas, so I would have gotten a different brand or just made them myself. Second of all, I should have started cooking the steak a little earlier so that it had a bit more time to rest. But those are easy fixes, and other than those two small things, these tacos were great. Try them for yourself. And if you'd like to see the whole post written out along with the written recipe and a million pictures, go to howtonotburnshit.com forward slash steak dash tacos. And you'll find that there in perpetuity. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, everybody. I hope that you had a fantastic weekend. I know I did, and I am glad to
him be back. Um, yeah, I'll be back tomorrow with another fantastic episode of Food and Five. And of course, tomorrow's Tuesday. That means it's Brief History Day, so I'll be back for that. Thank you for listening. As always, I'll, uh, I was going to say I'll be back tomorrow. I already said that. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chef Ben Kelly and on Facebook at Ben Kelly Cooks. And of course, you can like and subscribe to the podcast. You could rate it, comment on it, even share it with your friends. Whatever you do, it's all for you. Thank you so much for listening. I'll see you tomorrow.